Hello. Welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan. My goal is for us to discover jazz old and new together by listening to a wide array of selections and exploring different jazz styles and topics related to jazz. We'll learn more about what it is, what it isn't, how it's developed, and what we can listen for to enhance our experience. This program is on Trent Radio, 92.7 on your dial, and Peterborough Independent Podcasters. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. I've been doing a fair amount of listening over the summer, and it never feels like enough. The amount of great jazz that is out there sometimes feels overwhelming, while at the same time, for me... Like with any genre of music, it's only the occasional recording or performance that really stirs my interest. There's a jazz bassist here in Peterborough, Craig Patterson, who has an email list of a number of jazz fans, and he frequently sends us musical discoveries that twig his interest. I'll have Craig on a program in the near future talking about his most formative jazz influences, but for now, I want to track how something he posted recently ended up twigging my interest and leading to a new discovery, since this program is about discovering jazz. He sent a recording by the woman who, on the latest Downbeat magazine critics poll, was rated the number one female vocalist. Here is Cecile McLaurin-Salvant and her interpretation of a traditional American folk song, John Henry. Listen to what the piano is doing in this tune. Thank you. 
tried, but he never came back because he laid down his hammer and he died. He laid down his hammer and he died. He laid down. Says I'm going where John Henry fell dead. I'm going where John Henry fell dead. Going where John Henry fell dead. Going where John. Cecile McLaurin-Salvant with Paul Sikivi on bass and Lawrence Leathers drums and a man named Aaron Deal, spelt D-I-E-H-L, on piano. And Aaron Deal, for me, is the new discovery. I was so impressed with the creativity of what he was doing on piano there on that track that I ordered a CD by him, which should arrive soon. But in the meantime, here's a live recording of the Aaron Deal trio with Uranus, followed by his version of Dizzy Gillespie's Con Alma. Listen to the interesting transition into Con Alma at around the eight-minute mark. You're listening to Paul Sakivi on the bass. Lawrence Leathers is on the drums. And uh, we'll be playing uh, a few compositions from my latest album called Space Time Continuum. This is by Walter Davis Jr., pianist composer. It's called Uranus.
Aaron Deal Trio, Con Oma, as written by Dizzy Gillespie, and first recorded in 1954. And before that, Uranus, written by jazz pianist Walter Davis. Okay, I also enjoy looking at uh, some of the jazz-related Facebook posts, and from them I get a lot of new discoveries of jazz. I find many of the posts and discussion threads involving Trent University professor Michael Morris to be particularly stimulating. If you go back to some of my older Discovering Jazz podcasts and click on podcast number 8, you'll hear Michael Morris talking about Thelonious Monk. That being said... Uh, He had a recent thread that related to jazz musicians taking a corny tune and making it sound great. And while Michael didn't actually wade into the discussion about this next tune, some of his Facebook friends did. This next one, it's a song that I've known since childhood. I don't think it's corny or banal, but it is fairly simple in the way that many folk songs are. Maybe not quite as simple melodically as the first song we heard on today's program, John Henry. Well, there are a few chord changes. It's pretty basic here. The song is High Lily, High Low, the melody of which I've always found to be quite haunting, but not one you would ever think of as being jazz. I'm going to play two jazz versions of the tune that were posted on that thread. They're both great versions. On the first one by Brubeck saxophonist, Paul Desmond, he truly keeps the spirit of the tune, rhythmically and harmonically, as he does some smooth variations on the melody. As for the second one, to quote a Bill Evans fan named Brian Ann, Evans' response to High Lily High Low's potentially trite quality is to reharmonize it and to modulate a major third away every time he plays another chorus. It creates at least the illusion of continuing to discover something new in the tune's otherwise simple framework. Here are the two versions. Paul Desmond with Jim Hall on guitar, followed by Bill Evans with bassist Eddie Gomez. Hi, Lily. Hi, Lo. Thank you. 
This is Discovering Jazz, the first program of the 2018-2019 season, broadcast on Trent Radio, 92.7 on your dial in Peterborough, also on the Peterborough Independent Podcaster site. My name's Larry Sademan, and my purpose for this program is for all of us to discover more and more about jazz together. And by doing this program, I'm certainly learning a lot. You just heard two versions of High Lily, High Low. One reason I think it works so well as a jazz tune is that it's a well-constructed tune. It was written by Bronislaw Caper, the same writer who wrote two very much-performed jazz standards on Green Dolphin Street and Invitation. And speaking of on Green Dolphin Street, isn't that a clever segue? Here's a different version of that one. A jazz tune adopted by musicians better known within the bluegrass genre than the jazz genre. Is this jazz? I think so. Is it good jazz? Well, the jury is out. I kind of like it. Here is the Tony Rice unit with Todd Phillips on bass, John Reichman mandolin, and Richard Green and Fred Carpenter in violins with On Green Dolphin Street.
the Tony Rice Unit on Green Dolphin Street. Now for something Canadian. It's an album I picked up recently and haven't even heard yet by Rob McConnell and the Boss Brass. It features Rob McConnell on valve trombone plus Ed Bickard soloing on guitar. Here is Body and Soul. 1976 CBC Toronto production.
Rob McConnell and the Wasp Brass with Ed Bickert on guitar, body, and soul. To end things off, I don't know if I can call this a new discovery, but it is an album I just picked up for a dollar at a thrift store by somebody with whom I'm quite familiar, pianist Chick Corea, with his Return to Forever band. I haven't heard the album yet, called Where Have I Known You Before, and it's from 1974. I'll play the first track called Vulcan Worlds. It's composed by bassist Stanley Clark, and it also includes Lenny White on drums and Al DiMiola on guitar. This is Larry Sadman saying bye for now, inviting you to tune in next week for more of Discovering Jazz, either on Trent Radio or on the Discovering Jazz podcast through iTunes or Peterborough Independent Podcasters. Ending off with Chick Corea. 